National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Hold me back. That's an NBA thing. I want to fight you, but I want to make sure my you know, teammates hold me back. You know where so else is a hold me back? Another is in boxing. So I'm watching the Ali documentary, and they had a lot of hold me backs in there. You know, because this was the first time they started doing those press conferences, joint deals, and Ali was challenging the dudes. But I'm like, but he, he really was, don't really want to mess up that pretty face. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> Ali and Frazier once got into it. Yeah. In in a television interview, they stood up. Ali threw yeah, him in I a know, headlock. But it the head, they showed the footage, but it wasn't even really no real headlock. It was kind of like a... You know, because he could have went to work on him if it was if he really wanted to. I once asked Jalen Rose about this. It's on clowning NBA players for always to hold me back. And he had the best answer I ever heard about this. He's like, Max, how do we make a living with our hands? <laughs> like, we're not trying to jeopardize our hands. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. I see the phones are ringing. I see Chris on hold. Going to get to you. Let's set up hour number two. Rafael Esparza, our only guest at 115. We got a lot to talk about as we open up the show. Back in hour number one. Hard to believe, Jordan. And that's, it was 12 years ago today. It's a question we've asked you. Where were you? Pick up. Look out. So we had a little discussion about that. Look, I did it again. Every time I play really? that, dude, look, look, am I lying? There it is. Oh, there hair it is. Your my hands are literally standing it's, up. It really honestly is. So we've been discussing that. We've also been discussing the Pels. Third straight win, third straight road win as well from, you know, last, last time they did it was last year when, when they did that. Also, they are now, Jordan, are you ready? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What? They are now what? Everybody, come on, put your hands together. Come on, Chris, do it with me, baby. Pels and sole possession of the 10th spot in the NBA Western Conference standings, baby. That's right. If the season ended today, they are in the play-in game against, against the Lakers. <laughs> oh, that would be beautiful, wouldn't it? Be so good. I love it. I think they, I think the Pelicans play the, the 17? Yeah, they, 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 no, like, you sure it's not the Lakers? We'll figure out. Either way, it could happen. It could I'm happen. Still, I'm still trying to get It could happen. I love situation. it. But they're in. They are in right now. In the 10th spot. Hadn't made a trade. Hadn't done anything. But that leads us to our next discussion. As we started it last hour as well, what do you do? What do you do? Todd, 9 and 10 play each other. So, yes, there it is. It would be the Pels and the Lakers in a play-in situation. <laughs> anyway, um, Chris, how are you today, bud? 
Hey, man, I appreciate you. Enjoy your show. <laughs> I, I Thank can't you. say all that I, I, I would say at this moment, but, you know, it's the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. Zion. Mm. I don't know if he wants to be here or not. You know, if he's gone, we wouldn't have to worry about him. Me, I would keep everybody. Zion has been here three years, and I think he hasn't even played one year. He hasn't made anybody better because he's not on the floor. And when he does get on the floor, he's trying to learn his peers. So even when he's on the floor, you can't count those games because then that takes even more time. Mm-hmm. He has not been able to contribute. They talk about him, when you see these writings, about him being unhappy with the Pelicans because they try to protect him. He doesn't protect his own self from injuries. He doesn't take care of his own body. I don't know if he wants to be here, but one coach said the best form of ability is availability. The guy is not giving us nothing. I know y'all think the potential is there, uh, but so what? So what? What do you think about that, Gus? I wouldn't trade anybody but Zion. So you're, you would trade Zion Williamson? I mean, I, I, I feel like... You you can't Go ahead, just tell do me that. why not. You, you can't trade Zion Williams. He's your number one pick, your number one asset. I mean, when he was on the court for you, he was absolutely dominating the league. Um, he was doing stuff that we haven't seen since Shaq's been in the league, and he was putting up higher points on a clip than LeBron James was in his first couple of years. So I can't say that you that you that you need to trade Zion Williamson at this point. Um, obviously, it sucks that he's not on the team with you right now, and he's not you know gaining. All the um the, the the kind of camaraderie like all these other players are, but I, I think that's just kind of a bold statement to say that we need to trade Zion Williamson. But other than that, you think the Pelicans should just stay stay put where they're at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, I, I, I would. I, I've enjoyed the team. It's, it's been fun, even in losing. You know, they're playing hard for that coach. Wow. They you can tell they love enjoy each other's uh, camaraderie. Like I said, man, I think the thing that's incredible is, and I've always said this, if you give a product where you, you get a collective group of guys that play hard and show that they care and are putting in the effort, the fan base will be with you, man. They'll be on your side. I mean, you just mentioned it, and you're not alone, Chris. We've had calls the last two weeks when the Pels lost four in a row, and the Pels you know, lost those games against the top Western Conference teams with Milwaukee in that week. They didn't win a game, but they could have won most of them. And Pels fans are like, we love Willie Green. I mean, what a, what a job he's doing, all this other stuff. That's not the norm. So it is definitely coming across, which is, again, why I sit here three days from the trade deadline. And I kind of just wonder if, you know, hey, if, if I can find the right deal where I do still keep my young pieces that are progressing talent-wise, like a Jackson Hayes. And look, I still think when you – there's nights Nikhil Alexander walking and go for 20 to 30. So do, do I – but again, it's a trade. I need to have to part something. Um, I just keep coming back to what you started this conversation with, Chris. How it's got to be difficult for me to go get a big piece, that next level piece, that cornerstone piece, when I legitimately don't know where my franchise piece is. You know, I mean, I and and I mean that in a number of ways. You know, so it, I I don't know. I, I I'm leaning more and more to just. Keep it as is. Like I'm talking about, like if I can go find like a player so they can give me some three point shooting and take some contracts for me, sure. But do I want to sort of break up a nucleus of a team that's playing together right now? That that's that's a question that I 
I think you have to have discussions over. You know, it's not it's not as easy as perhaps it was a couple weeks ago. Right, Chris? Gotcha. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man. Appreciate the phone call. 800-998-1003. Would you agree with that? Like, it just... I don't know if I agree with Chris saying that he, no, we should trade Zion. No, right? I, I don't the trade, No, the I don't agree. Deadline, I'm but. talking about just the like the, those big pieces, you know. And again, I've said this already before with Zion. I it, it's it, it's a mutual thing right now, okay? If he wants to quote unquote be the player he wants to be, if he wants to lime, even, even if he wants to join AD in LA, whatever, whatever, um, you have to show you you're healthy and you can play. It's again, it's the Michael Thomas situation. However you feel about whatever, you need him to play, and he needs to play for oh, you. You know what, Pel- six, you said it earlier in the show, six-game homestand. Six-game homestand. Here in New Orleans. Yeah. If you're if you're in New Orleans and you have nothing to do, go go out to the game. Regard, pick one. Pick one. Pick one Just of the go. six games This is go. a fun team to watch. Yeah. They want your support out there. And as well, I mean, just imagine if Zion Williamson was healthy. How amazing it would be to watch this team. So look, get on the train right now. Get those so tickets and here, so, enjoy the ride. So here's your six-game homestand, right? Houston tomorrow, then Miami, San Antonio, Toronto, Memphis, and Dallas. How about a four-and-two homestand? I'm all for it. Let me tell you what that Memphis game. That Memphis game could be something, huh? West Bank Rich, what you got for us today on the show, bud? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um uh, we should be singing uh, started from the bottom, now we here. Oh, I like it. I like it. Hey, man, started 1-12, dude. 1-12. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We started, like, at the bottom. I couldn't see nothing but, you know, next year draft. But I, I, I hear the people talking about, you know, getting rid of some people. I, I'm I'm on a um, kind of on board with a little bit of what a, a KJ Goat was saying, but – Certain people I wouldn't want to get rid of. Like I want to get rid of uh, Garrett and um, Tom Tom Sadaranchi. But that, the, if we believe in this coaching staff, why would we want to get rid of the other pieces? That's 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 new pieces mm-hmm. and pieces that are solid veterans that know you know how the team is. They bit they've been in, um, over here long enough. I just think that. Certain players know their position. Like, I think they play Josh Hart out of position to play mm-hmm. defense on somebody like three, four inches more taller than him. He's a great defender. He knows uh, he's great at driving down the uh, lane. That's why I don't want to get rid of him because he's one of the guards that really drive down the lane yeah. on a fast break. He's like a one-man band. I, when I see him driving down the lane, I usually say, Hart attack, because that's what he does. He's attacking the rim. So, you know, it's kind of hard to get – now, um, with uh, what you call it coming off the bench, um, uh, I can't even think the, the shooting guard name, um, Alexander Walker. No, right. Yeah, he – now, if he would calm down with the way he played, because certain times I see him and when he drives to the hole, it's kind of hard for the stopping. He, he reminds me of a – a little bit of B.I. when he first started, when he didn't know how to dribble that well and tried to drive down the hole. So I just think it takes Alexander a little more time. See, my biggest question is, if I got Herb Jones and um, Jose Alvarado and Clark, 
doing well, what is wrong with Trey? Well, and last week you saw Trey Murphy kind of maybe start to show some signs of finding his role in his spot and things like that. Again, here's what's remarkable, West Bank, Richard, what you just said. Which is, I don't think what anyone would have said earlier this season, right? You, you said, look, you got the young right. players, you got these veterans, they all kind of know and how to play with this team and the staff. And I, that's what I keep saying. I'm watching these games and I'm watching their reaction. I'm watching the body language. Julius Randle is knocking the laptop out of an assistant yesterday, right? <laughs> Remember last year, they were the greatest basketball playoff team in history, the New York Knicks. Yep. What a story. Starting 30 for 30 for these guys. I mean, they are back. New York, baby. They boo the guy now incessantly. They can't stand him. Tom Thibodeau today said they didn't care for the Cam Reddish trade. They're a disaster. The Lakers. Did you see what the Lakers did? The, the home team. No, yesterday. don't shoot. Dude, I mean, I'm like, I can't even make this up yesterday. As, um, so what, it was Saturday night, right? The, the Saturday, Saturday night, night game. Knicks Saturday and night game. Lakers. Knicks right. and Lakers. You know, the Knicks and Lakers. This is what happens at the end of, listen at the end of this play here. So the Knicks score 342 left in the fourth quarter. LeBron's bringing the ball up the court. All right. I want you to listen when Russell Westbrook touches the basketball here in about a second. Burks trying to contain Malik Monk. Westbrook thought about it. Crowd kind of telling him no. And he missed it. Davis another rebound. Anthony Davis did make a really great shot. They're literally saying no. They're they're saying don't shoot to Russell Westbrook. Have fun in L.A. I'm just saying, dude, that 9-10 game would be something else. I looked it up, and it is. Not that I doubted the graph, but this is how it works. It's 7 versus 8. The winner becomes the 7 seed. The 8 seed will play the winner of the 9-10 seed. Does that make sense for the elimination? And then that person would become the 8 seed. So, yes, if the season ended today, it would be the Pelicans in L.A. in a winner-take-all game to to play the 8th. To play the loser of the seventh eight seed, so, but I mean, I I, I don't, don't want to stop at ten. No, I hear you. I don't want to stop at. My season would be. I don't want to stop at ten. I think we can move up a little more because, like I said, I I have enough. Like I hear I hear people even saying, "Man, why Jose can't start? He he well, he can not turn the ball over as much as uh um Devontae Green, the other guard. They got it. Yeah, yeah Graham, and let him come off the bench and just let him be free to do what he wants coming off the bench. Yeah, if like we it. worried about scoring coming off the bench, and the reason why Jackson Hayes is playing well, he's been playing like this, is just that we finally, he, they have a system he understands because when he first came in, he wasn't reading the defense right. People were saying he, did, he looked like he on the way where he needed to be, and he, was, he didn't have confidence in the shot. That boy is through the roof with confidence. So that all that takes time with certain players. But mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to get out of y'all to see if something was wrong with me with Trey Murphy because I, I was expecting more from him. Yeah, look, than sometimes I'm it sometimes right it now clicks, because sometimes he's making too it many doesn't. donuts. No, sometimes it clicks, sometimes it doesn't, and it takes a little bit longer. And then there's also position to where he plays and things of that nature. Herb Jones right now, again, defense can instantly get you on the court and get you minutes. And that's what's happening. Right. That's why he's now the offense is catching up. But he got on the court before Trey because the guy can play defense. Period. 
and right. and he's made and- an impact. So, you know, but again, what is good though, and again, we remember he's a rookie. And what's good though right. is we we're here in February and we're we're seeing signs. We're seeing signs that Trey Murphy's showing who he is. And, and that's fine. We're still in the first season. We're still we're in the third three months in. So I, I'm I'm excited to sort of again goes back to our point, West Bank Rich. I'm always right. like let this team ride. Let's just see what happens. That's what I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you, West Bank Rich. I'm just saying maybe we still need a a, a guard. Oh no, you like do. You, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's just that maybe my my desire to just listen to any and all moves for the sake right. of that maybe it, I need to be more meticulous or I need to be more okay. disconcerting. So, yeah, all right, man. Thank great, you, man. Great Appreciate topic. it. Thanks. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, the police report has come out in the Alvin Kamara arrest. We will read it here shortly as well. Got to hit the break, though. Rafael Esparza is up. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets king cake dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets king cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 at VSI Doc Sports. The way to follow Rafael Esparza. Did I do that like a boxing ring announcer? That was pretty good out there, man. There it is. Um, How are you? I am doing well. Just finally still doing Super Bowl prep best. I'm ready for that. That's going to be Friday's segment, by the way. We'll get into that uh, a lot more. National Anthem, coin flip, the works, who throws the first TD pass, all of that. But I did you have the Saints as the last team looking for a head coach? I probably would have had them favorite because, I mean, they were so late into the game. 
uh, with uh, with the exits of Peyton. So I, 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 it, it does not shock me at all. And then what does not shock me, they'll probably maybe announce it towards the end of the week. Maybe not as everyone thinks it's going to be early this week. Um, when, when you look at, I guess, a lot of the other aspects of th- these coaching hires, are, are you surprised by some of the names here? Um, I know my buddy who's a Miami fan, he loves Mike McDaniel, right? But was he the play caller in San Francisco? Apparently he's this genius. Another genius resides in Kevin O'Connell, right? The, the Vikings new head coach. Another genius is Nathaniel Eckert. I mean, all, all these different guys that didn't, call the plays per se, but they will be offensively in their head coaching materials. Do you see a lot of sort of chances being taken by teams, or do you think all of these are going to hit? I think there's a lot of teams that are swinging for defenses. You've seen the success with Pittsburgh, the success with New Orleans, hiring young guys that can maybe do some, turn your franchise totally around. I just think they're swinging for defenses. And you know the NFL, if you don't win quickly, you're out. So. Well, what's the what's the buy? What's what's going to hurt with Houston swinging for the fences or Miami or the Giants? And they, they ain't going to hurt them. They're not Super Bowl contenders anytime soon. I got you. Um, so when you look at the the move in 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 in, in Houston, are, are you surprised that Lovey Smith kind of just came out of left field and seems to be their guy? I'm more surprised at how big that gray beard he's got going more than anything. That's an yeah, impressive totally, beard. That is a very uh, impressive beard. That, that I couldn't agree more. Uh, but I, I'm totally shocked that he was in the mix. Uh, I, I was a little bit still wondering why McCown was in the I, I mean, I think he interviews well. Maybe he's got an offensive mind. But I was totally blown away that he was in the front running. But Lovey Smith kind of put me uh, threw me out to left field. I was totally blown away with that. Okay. What about in the NBA, man? What an interesting weekend. We we have literally Lakers fans, and I just played it last segment, telling Russell Westbrook no when he's trying to launch a left corner three, which he misses. Julius Randle is, you know, smacking the laptop of an assistant. They get the altercation. What is going on with the two big, quote-unquote, markets of the NBA? They're not winning. When you're not winning, you know what that happens. Uh, a lot of tension. So we uh, and New York's going to probably be whining today because they're in Utah uh, uh, battling the Jazz. So it's going to be a very, very rough. I think a couple uh, months for uh, the mecca of basketball, LA and New York. But give so you know what? Give a shout out to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nice trade yesterday. Uh, they're 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 swinging for the fences. So I love this Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they're my favorite team to watch uh, uh, right now. All right, let me bring in Jordan. I'm upset right now. I, no, I'm bringing Raphael. in Jordan just because apparently, you know, you're, you're a conspiracy theorist here. Now, we did say the next couple of games, you, you do want to pay attention to um, who's playing, who's, who's playing, playing, who's not playing. Pelicans take on Houston tomorrow. And uh, Jordan, what, uh, what are the reports here? We're supposed to be going to the game, Gus. Yes. And... Eric Gordon's doubtful to play in New Orleans with a sore left heel. Silas said, is plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. <laughs> I, Come on. No, I guess I a, wanted to boo him. That's a real condition. Oh, okay. So I you, see, like, one of the only reasons why I was, like, I thought, game. I see. I thought you were going there because you meant if he's not playing, he's been mentioned in a possible trade to the Pelicans. No, I wanted, I wanted to boo him. Raphael, are the, are the Pels going to be making some big trades? What are you hearing over there? I don't know about big trades, uh, but I think they could still fight for that last spot in the West. But do you really want to fight for that last spot in the West? Uh, 
I would not be shocked if they try to boost their, their lineup. And maybe they need to start thinking about, okay, maybe we need to bring some trades just in case that number one draft pick that has not played at all does not come back, period. So maybe they try to boost their uh, uh, their lineup for the few, for the way future, not for the uh, future that's upon us. Okay. All right. That, that's, so you, you're not feeling the Pels here, huh? Okay. I love the way they play. I mean, I, I agree with a lot of people are saying that maybe Zion shouldn't come back because right now they're, this team is gelling. Who's out there? Uh, yeah. The ball uh, moves thoroughly. I, mm-hmm. I love watching them play. Uh, they play with a lot of hearts, and I think maybe if you do bring Zion back, I think maybe some of that heart uh, dwindles away. I love the way the Pelicans are playing. I think mm-hmm. they can get that eighth spot. Or oh, spot. wow, all the way up to eighth. Huh? Um, let me ask you this, man. When when you look at the Pro Bowl yesterday, I I, I saw on social media what you're rolling your I eyes. I literally have it you're written rolling down. Your eyes, okay. Two hand touch in the Pro Bowl. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like I I saw a lot of people on social media more than in years past, literally say things like that. Like what what is the point? What is this being served for? I saw somebody suggest I forgot who it was. Um. The two worst teams in the NFL play yeah, each other. Yeah, just play each other or like have it That's be stupid. a real game and then, I, I saw, and then you play the, the winner, uh, the, the no. Super Bowl winner next year or that, something like that's, that. That's, no, oh, no why, the two conference why would the championship play, losers. The players, oh, I'm playing for a guy to replace me. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is like, what about if like well, who lost this year? It'd be the Chiefs and the Niners. Have them play and then they will play the Super Bowl winner next year or something like that. Like, should we have like a, a game per se or what do we do with this to make this remotely more entertaining? You don't play period. Maybe you have it just a, a full-blown six-team dodgeball tournament, AFC versus NFC. Because I, I watched probably a half a minute of the Pro Bowl. I don't watch All-Star games, period. So I'm not just going to backlash on the Pro Bowl. But if you want to fix it, fix it something that gets really nice. People love watching the dodgeball when it's in NFL. I thought that was uh, fascinating. Do something like that. But really, why do you have to play the game? Or... Take the two worst teams, let them mm-hmm. play, and the winner plays a national championship in college. So let's say uh, Georgia would have had to play either the winner of Jacksonville or Detroit. Okay. Well, what are you giggling about? I think that would be actually pretty fun. The players would be embarrassed as all hell. You know, I, I just don't see either way or any way you're going to get different you know, players to play any extra games for real, anything of that nature if you're not incentivized or rewarded from anything uh, for that, um, what, what do you think will be the storyline tomorrow of, you know, media day? It's so different now, though, right? I mean, it's like, it's not, it's at night, it's not in the daytime, it's televised, you have fans get, that go there now. It's, it's sort of where it's not like it used to be, media day. Do, do you think there'll be any bombshell media day stories? Probably not. I mean, there's not really that one big, I think Gronk's not there or someone like, uh, someone that's out there in the media doing a lot of stuff. There's no Patrick Mahomes going to be there, so his brother won't be there. So I think it'd be quiet, uh, a quiet media day. I don't see too far-fetched uh, out of it. I'm not a big fan of media day either. Mm-hmm. All right. Neither way. Right now, how you feeling for Sunday? Uh, just right you, now, just, still, you, just you, just you. Uh, just uh, I'm still feeling the Rams. Uh, I know everyone. Everyone's betting the prop bets under. All player prop bets are all going under. I think that that means that the Rams defense uh, that the, the betters like. Uh, I still think we're going to might see an over game. I uh, would not be shocked if we see uh, not one but two defensive touchdowns. I still think we're going to see some points 
where we maybe not seen them before, interception, pick six, kickoff return, putoff return. I think defenses will be key, but I still think we're going to see some points uh, different ways in this game. I kind of like the over. The betting public likes it under, but I'm still leaning with the Rams. That defense, Donald, is going to be a reckoning. Uh, he's my MVP. Grab it now because you can still get really, really good numbers on Donald uh, MVP. Okay. At VSI.Sports Sports, the way to follow Mr. Rafael Esparza. As always, we appreciate the time, sir. And um, go on over to YouTube and check out your show. What is it called again? Hanging out with Jordan? Hanging out with Carver and Jordan. But, uh, but thanks Love for that. the invite yeah. for the Pelican games tomorrow. Thanks, you know, guys. Uh, Car- Carver thanks. and Jordan is actually here. I mean, they're both here. Carver if you could hear it in the background. Yeah, he's in his office again. Nice. <laughs> I think he's pressing the same button over and over again. You think again. that's what it is? I don't know what he's playing over there, but as long as he's not in here, we're good. Thank you, Rafael. Take it easy, guys. Take care, buddy. Appreciate it. 800-998-1003. Phone lines. Throw them back on open. Uh, Let's hear from you. We'll read the statement of the police report. What it comes down to, essentially, again, and I'll tease you. This is we'll go into the break. It looks like the person that's charged Alvin Kamara was trying to get into the elevator. Alvin Kamara stopped him from getting into the elevator. And then he he got jumped, I guess is the way to, to say it, by either Alvin or his associates or his friends or what i don't know the the rest of of the detail report will go here as well we'll we'll read it so you can hear it um that's next on esb new orleans When you're sick, you want to be close to home. World-class medicine doesn't require a trip to the city because the best care is close to home at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250. That's a lot of doctors. More doctors, more services, treating more conditions. And keeping more families healthy. World-class medicine, right here, close to home at Thibodeau Regional. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. It all comes together. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discount for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. 
Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hi, welcome back. Sports Hangover, 800-998-1003. So uh, a lot of the Saints reporters, Amy Just, Nick Underhill, and others have posted the um the police report, Jordan. And it's the details for probable cause, why they made the arrest, or why they wanted to question Alvin Kamara. And then they also have the interview with Alvin Kamara and his side of it, right? Yes. So why don't you go ahead and and let's just kind of go through this and go ahead and read it, and then everybody will will, will know what it is. If um, Detective Bone was assigned as lead detective to investigate the battery of victim Daniel Green, the case is being investigated under L. VMPD event. Uh, the following describes the response and investigation into this event. On February 5th, 2020, um, a call for service was generated at Sunrise Hospital. Darnell Green was the victim in the event and was receiving medical attention for his injuries. The incident occurred at Cornwell Casino at Drea's After Dark Club, which is located at Las Vegas Boulevard um, at approximately uh, 6.30 uh, Detective Bone responded and spoke with Green in a recorded interview while he was in the hospital. In Green's interview, he was still shaken up and in pain. He was able to recollect um, the fight and describe one male, but he said it all happened so fast and couldn't give much more than that. Uh, Green states he was leaving the club for the night and made his way to the elevator. There was a group of people waiting as he started a conversation with one of them. As soon as the elevator door opened, Green and the large party he was speaking with began walking towards the open elevator doors. One male, who would later be identified as Alvin Kamara, put his hands on Green's chest, stopping him from walking into the elevator. Green pushed Kamara's hand off his chest. Green started, uh, stated he was pushed hard, causing himself to stumble back after Green was pushed. He stated he was being hit and kicked by multiple people and loses consciousness. The only one that Green recalls um, is described as a black male in his 20. He was approximately 5'10", muscular, and had either dreadlocks or braided hair. The suspect was wearing either a gray shirt or gray sweater. Green sustained an orbital fracture on his right eye and was told there was a chance he made knee surgery. His eye was swollen so much that he couldn't open his eye. The lower overall bone is what helps support the eye stay in place. With a fracture of the sort, it can limit movement of the eye and cause double vision and other possible vision or balance. So then that was that case. And then there was the interview with Alvin Kamara. Um, Kamara said he was with his girlfriend, T., his assistant, Reagan, and a couple of his friends uh, while they were waiting for the elevator to open so they can leave the club. They were hanging out, talking, the elevator opened, and they all started to walk in. Kamara remembers Green calling one of his friends ugly and then saying that he'll whip, whoop his you-know-what. Kamara said he saw a fight break out next to him and saw Green punched. Um, Kamara then threw a couple punches Thinking the guy was running away, Kamara doesn't remember if he punched Green while he was on the ground. It was a congested area and hard to see what was going on. I presented Kamara with photos from that night. Kamara pointed one of himself out, Piercy and Darren, to give us an idea who everyone was. When asked why Kamara punched Green, Kamara indicated he thought Green was running away and had done something to his group, so he chased and punched Green several times. The video disputes this showing that Green was not running away, 
but had in fact just been punched by Kamara's associate, and then Kamara immediately attacked him. That's one of the keys right there at the very end. But it explains both sides. And then what's key to me in that last video, I mean, in, in the last sentence it says, the video just speaks. So there's video of this. Now you wonder if that's going to be released at some point and you'll be able to see for yourself. The first punch, not thrown by Kamara, but later punches are on the video. So how do you interpret that? How do you interpret that? And again, I, I, I know what people are going to say. And they're saying it right now on social media too. Like, here's this guy. It's starts it. They're all leaving. You know, now he's the one throwing felony charges. Definitely. I mean, like Mike was saying earlier, don't want to say anything about anybody until right. everything's been released. Um, so kind of to your point, I'm very curious to see what the, the video shows. Right. Because, I mean, just seeing well, it you know, all on paper and again, is different man, than watching it's, it. You know, it's one of those things where, who knows, I, I, I seriously doubt the verbal barrage or altercation happened at the elevator. I mean, you, you heard even Kamara say he'd been saying those things even as they were walking, waiting for the... So it was probably one of the reasons they, they, they maybe said, you know what, let's just go. It's time to go. Again... It's it's kind of what you and I were talking about on the phone yesterday a little bit about this when this came out. It's like, man, you're in an environment where it's Vegas. You have pro athletes everywhere. You have money everywhere. And you're always going to have that person. Drinks that guy or that girl. Yeah. You know, that, that, hey, I know exactly who you are and what you do. And it it's hard to, you know, to get out of that situation to, you know, to, to not be in that situation. So, I don't know, Here, here's the thing where they're leaving and they're trying to go into the elevator and you kind of wonder if that has, uh, you know, how, how do you approach that though, you know? I guess the thing is if you if you don't get your hands touched on you first though. Right. That's why I, I like to if see the If the video, video would have shown this guy shoves Alvin first, then his, his, his friend throws the punch, hey, I don't know what this guy is trying to do. If he's just standing there calling you ugly, amongst other things perhaps, and then he gets snuck, and then Alvin starts to jump on him, that's... The restore. That's, again, did he ask for it? Yes. By law? <laughs> it's who throws the first... It is. It just is, right? I mean, I'm not a cop, but I just... That's how it works. You know? Barring, I guess, certain words and certain language... Like maybe, you know, slurs or things of that nature. Maybe, maybe then they might be able to excuse the punches being thrown for. I'm just saying, like, if he's just sitting at the front of the elevator calling him ugly and other things, you, you can't then put him in the hospital. <laughs> I mean, as much as I hate to say, I don't know, I could be wrong with that. I just, if that's what the description is of him then trying to get in and like, hey, buddy, don't. And then, you know, I mean, one of them. But you should be able to be okay. And like, if, if you're, if you're like, if I'm with my wife at dinner or something and you're starting stuff with me, I'm getting the elevator. You're trying to get in the elevator. I sure as hell don't want you in the elevator with me. And if I put my hand on your chest and you knock my hands off of your chest, you know what I'm saying? I, again, I don't know what's your, what's your issue here. I don't know what you're trying to get at. I don't know if you're trying to rob me. If you have an issue with me, my wife, you know, I mean, I do go into protective mode. If you're now walking to where I'm going, 
and I'm trying to leave and you're following me and you're still instigating it and you're still being verbal. I mean, that's going to be my side of the story. I don't know what this guy's doing. But I guess What's he have in his pocket? I guess it's, you know, I don't I know. Mean, is it who made the first contact? Again, Physical but contact. I, I, yes. But at the same time, like I said, though, and it's in this report, if he tries to get in that elevator, I think you should have every right to put your hand on somebody and be like, yeah, no. I think you have every right to do that if there right. is a previous history. And what I mean by that is if that history is in the last several seconds or minutes beforehand where you're verbally, you know, I'll whoop your tail as well. You're If you're being verbally confrontive with me or confrontational, then the absolute last thing I'm going to let you do is get in the elevator with me. But I feel like where the problem occurs is if he touches him and he pushes him back right, to where that, he falls. But, but that's because you can again, still get in the elevator, but, not touch him. No, say, but, but you see, say but again, that, say, well, that's where that's where we get no here. legal problem. But that's where we get here. Though. You know, are you letting me in the elevator? No, but I think it's a term. I think it's now a term of like legal. No, like, I know, a, but that's what a, I. That's what terminology. Of that's like what, what I'm getting exactly at here. Yeah. That's what this is going to be. On, we can, right? We can tomorrow. You're with your girlfriend at the Pell's game. Right. I'm. I'm yelling at you. You're no intern. You're a bum. And right. I just start going after you verbally. You and your girl are like, let's get out of here. Right. And you get in the elevator, and I'm walking towards you towards the elevator. And I try to get in the elevator. Right. I wouldn't want you in the elevator. But yeah. then there's a so, thing of, all right, I put my hands on you. Yeah. Then that's like, well, now he can fight back. Uh, but but if he just gets in the elevator and he does nothing, then there's you're there's, not letting me in that elevator. I'm not letting him in the <laughs> elevator. I, I agree with you. But where you get but into that's what I'm the saying. legal thing? Well, that that's where this is going to get interesting because you do that. Let's say your dad's with you tomorrow night, and he's behind you, doesn't see, right? But I take your hands off of me and hit him. All your dad sees and hears is me touch your hands, right? And then your dad's going to go into like, apparently what Alvin's friend did. Sneak, <laughs> you know, and then again, though, that's going to be my thing. And I, I would have I would have trouble with regards to that video. If you're following them into an elevator and they're leaving and you're inst- and you're you're still instigating right, it. Yeah, I, you're asking. Yeah, for it. I think Alvin has every right to put his hand on your chest and be like, bro, take the next elevator. I mean, what are you doing? I agree. What are you doing? That's just me. Mark, thank you for calling the show, man. How are you? Hello, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, man. You there? Hey, man. Sorry. Nope, I can hear you now. Sorry Go ahead. That. No, it's fine. Hey, you know, Captain America did a really good job in an elevator one time. <laughs> so did. you, you, know, you got to be careful with that close quarter stuff. But, um, <laughs> you know, the, unfortunately, in, in the way our, our society is, especially with high-profile people like Alvin Kamara, it's not like people don't know who he is, man. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately... Sometimes you just got to walk away. Um, I realize, but I think that's what he was doing. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, Yeah. and that's the thing. I kind of do want to see that video, but B, and that's why I was bringing it up. If you know, my 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 assumption is that him calling you ugly now, whoop your again. Where did the and I will whip your butt too come from? Right? Like, why are you even saying that? Well, because there was probably a verbal altercation earlier inside of the club, which is why perhaps Alvin, his girlfriend, and others were leaving. So that's the thing. Look, this, they, know, go ahead. But, but you know, also, when you, you know darn good and well, man, when your bride and, or your girlfriend and your kids are with you, everything gets amped up in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You know, defender mode comes out in a big old hurry. You see it in the NBA with fans and players. Yeah. You know, so, you know, again, you know, we, we don't know. Let's let the, the process take out and, you know, 
because up until this point, Alvin Kamara has done absolutely nothing. Right. That no. I can and remember. I think that exactly. And I think that takes into account. You okay. know? So, you know, I mean, I, I trust his character first, you know, uh, and, and, that, and that's why it's key, Mark. To, to have those details, because again, this is what the quote unquote commissioner, Comrade Goodell, will take into account, right? What you just say, Mark. Oh, he's going he shown... to into account. He's going to get suspended for six days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, wait, is he a Saints player? I don't care who he is. <laughs> right. He's out. Right. for the Saints, yeah. suspended for the first game the, of the season. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And you're <laughs> losing 20 draft picks. We throw the first round picks in your next draft pick. You're not getting your quarterback anymore. Saints, oh my gosh. Yep, and they'll be, they'll be, you can't draft a running back to replace him either. No, yeah. No, but that's the thing. I do think you would hope Comrade Goodell would be like, to your point, he, he's exhibited zero off the field issues. He's easily one of the team leaders on this team. He's with his girlfriend and other people. He's not like by, he's by himself. This isn't 4 a.m. where he's stumbling. You get what I'm getting at? Like, there's a lot of things in here that, that again, I, and I just said it, that if I'm in that situation, I'm like, well, man, I, I'm with my wife or my girlfriend, yeah. and this guy is verbally assaulting me, and now he's following me into the elevator. I mean, I... And also, that guy needs yeah. to be smart. If you're with Al Kamara's guys, I mean, I come on. It's, it's, it's going to be one against. It's going to be one I, against five people. Like, do you well, really want to do this? Be which, smart. Which, which again right. is why. Right, come why on. is this guy still coming at me? I, I'm saying, dude. I, you know, I I don't know, man. I um, and this isn't just because it's Alvin Kamara at the Saints. I just I'm looking at that situation, thinking if I'm in that place in that situation, again, I'm just assuming. I don't know. But I'm just assuming that's probably one of the reasons they're leaving. So. You know, this guy's look, still switch, yelling at switch you. Switch gears real quick. Sure. If we can, back to the Pelicans. Yes. Um, I think it was Chris they called earlier. Of, they said the, the one person he would trade at the deadline is Zion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I, I back Chris. Um, really? You know, really? Yeah, because I don't – honestly, you know, I think you said earlier, Gus, you know, your franchise player, right, is with the team. But your franchise player, even though he's injured, is not ever with the team. He has done himself everything he can to completely distance himself from everybody on that team. That's not a franchise play. Okay, a franchise player would be what happened when Drew had a had surgery. He's back in the in the Saints training build in the Saints building the next day, helping the next guy that's going to be the quarterback understand everything that he sees. Mm-hmm. So that, he's not your franchise player, buddy. I, you know, I think he's got some great talent. I, I you know, I really do, but he's not the franchise guy. And you obviously they found something with Valachunas and uh, and Jackson Hayes being on the court about the same time too. I mean that's some good numbers that they've been throwing up, and uh, you know it, I think that makes up for what Zion contributes. Um, that's just you know my uneducated basketball knowledge, but you know yeah. I just think that he I think Zion's not not the franchise guy you need. Um, I, I, like I said, man, I, I look at it from this perspective. He when 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 he was healthy, and he was on the court last year. He put up some numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some things that he can do. I I need to see if he can still do that for one way, shape, or form. Either way, it, it's 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 a mutually beneficial thing. He's got to get on the court to show he can still play basketball, and he's one of the top guys in the league, right? You yeah, but need that. Want to be on the court. You, I well again, I need to see that. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> he can't make money if he's not on the court. At some point in time, the endorsement he can't he can't drink Mountain Dew on the couch forever. So he has to get back on the court. And that's what you need to see. And 
you see what it is and then you figure it out. And then I swear, like I said, Mark, first thing I do, second I can. I mean, like season ends and the second the season ends, a new calendar year begins. It's the first time you can offer the deal. You offer, tell me where your mind is. Here's your contract extension as a rookie. And guess what, Mark? If you're him, you'd be foolish not to because of your injury past. I'm signing on a dotted line that guarantees me, what is it, 147, one, what was the, the contract extension? I'll figure out the exact number, but it's substantial, like 178 or something. Like, guaranteed. Second he finishes the last letter in his name, Williamson, it's his. So, right. you do that, and if you hate the place in two years, you demand a trade. But there's no reason for him to not sign it, and if you're the organization, you have to offer it. So then you at least can get him to say, I want to be here, and then let's start building a team together. Uh, eligible to sign his max rookie extension at the end of the season worth $181 okay. million. Over five years. Yeah, I mean, that's 181 And if you've been injured as much as he has, I mean, you're... Go home, take the money, and run. Yeah, well, regardless, you're, you're taking well, the money. And he's and you're... already doing that now. I mean, look how much problem he drinks. But it ain't 181 I'll tell you that, man. I mean, Mark, I got to hit the break. No, I hear you. I got to hit the break, man. Thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate it for sure. Troy, I'll get to you right out of the break. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card. ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. Scott Van Pelt here. If you haven't checked out the podcast, SV Pod, what are you waiting for? We're like right directly in the flight path for helicopters flying in and out of D.C. Otis the dog barking at deliveries. High-level intellectual conversation. Some gambling talk, talking with athletes, celebrities, musicians, and more. Also, we got my guy Stanford Steve riding shotgun, trying to keep me out of the ditches. Download and subscribe to SV Pod wherever you get your podcasts. We certainly appreciate it. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Batman's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Coach Willie Green for the New Orleans Pelicans. Jackson, was he, he had another uh, brilliant night. Um, he does a great job of playing off Jonas, especially when we go with the bigger lineup. Uh, you know, he he's great in transition. You know, he's a lob threat. 
and he's rebounding the ball at a high level. So all the things that we're, we're asking him to do. Uh, and then on top of that, he can he can guard multiple positions. So another great night uh, for Jackson, and he, he's just continuing to get better. 21.7 rebounds in 28 minutes. We've been discussing the Pelicans' win. Their third in a row, starting six-game homestand tomorrow against Houston, Miami, San Antonio, Toronto, Memphis, Dallas in that six-game homestand. Next road game won't be until the first game after the All-Star break, February 25th on the road, Phoenix. The next day, Jordan is? The Lakers. <laughs> right now, your New Orleans Pelicans currently. You ready? Let's hear it. In the 10th spot of the Western Conference playoff pick. All alone, Jordan. How about that? Hey, you know who's ninth, don't you? You know who's ninth? The Lakers. If the season ended today, Pels would take on the Lakers. And they want to go home game to then play the loser of the 7-8 game. And then try to get into the playoffs. I would mother bleep everything. Oh, it'd be great. Troy. <laughs> Troy, stop it. Troy, how are you, man? Thank you for calling the sports hangover. Hey, I'm doing good. You can hear me all right? I, I can, man. How are you? Where you at? Okay, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm in Shreveport driving back home. Um, I'm talking to my truck. That's why I wanted to make sure. Got okay, you. So let, let me make sure I heard you right. Did you say it was okay for Alvin to put his hands on that guy? What I'm saying is, if if somebody is chasing, for lack of a better phrase, whether it's chasing or whatever, and I'm trying to get into the elevator, and I'm with somebody, wife, girlfriend, what have you, I mean, I I to me. I, I, I don't see why he shouldn't be able to tell you, dude, you don't get in the elevator if he's literally saying, I'm going to whoop your, you know, tail using the language and, and who knows what's going on before that. I'm just telling you, I'm out to eat. I'm doing something. I'm with my wife and you keep verbally abusing me and you are using certain language and certain words like you want to fight me and you come towards me. I think it's pretty. Normal to expect that I would probably put my hand on your chest like he did. I didn't throw a punch and said, hey, don't come in the elevator. Okay, well, we don't know that that all happened. Which it's on video. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But we didn't see the video. No, I no, I know, which well, is why I'm saying, what I'm saying, Mark, I mean, Troy, that's what I'm saying. If that's the case, I mean, it, it, that that's the argument right now. That's going to be the legal battle, right? One side's okay, going to say, hey, I'm trying to keep him from going in the elevator. And the other guy saying, well, I'm just standing at the elevator saying my piece, and then I got punched. The point is, Alvin Kamara is a person that's held up and looked at differently. So he has to know who he is and how he's looked at. Just walk away. Go get another. Alvin could go get a different elevator. But, but Troy, Troy, per the police report, but, but Troy, but that, what, what if that's what he was doing? They were leaving the nightclub. Okay, but Troy. You can't do that. Okay, but Troy, hear what I'm saying. They're standing, waiting at the elevator. The elevator opens. They go get in. They turn around. This guy is walking towards the elevator. They're doing what you just said. And the guy followed them to the elevator to get on the same elevator. I understand that. Right. That's not Alvin's elevator. He could he could walk. Alvin and his crew could walk away. Where? They're in the elevator. You want to? They're gonna have to. Okay, but they're in the elevator. You have to go through that guy or walk past that guy who's still verbally assaulting him and saying that. They were in the elevator. Said they were getting in the elevator. No, it said they were in the elevator. Troy, I know. 
I know where you're coming with this. I, I was that's what I was kind of saying to Gus in the segment before, where the guy could still be saying stuff to Alvin Kamara, and he could go in the elevator with Alvin Kamara because there's no, there's nothing illegal about him saying things to Alvin, but. I I know exactly. Right. There's nothing legal there's, to that, but then but, then there's a sense of do I fear for my correct. life? Correct. Do I and fear for, I see, for that's where my, I see where my, you're saying my spot, you, you understand what I'm saying? Because like, Troy, you're telling me I can walk away. I don't know what this guy's intention is. All I know is I did walk away to an extent where I'm not in the same place with him. As I'm waiting to exit the place, he's now followed me, and now he's in front of me, and he's actually saying the phrase per the report, "I'm gonna whoop your ass." And who's so, to say if Alvin gets I, off the just, elevator, that that guy gets in the elevator. That guy could still be coming after Alvin. So. All I'm saying is, to me, it's 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 reasonable doubt to then go, hey, well, I don't know what this guy's intentions are. I'm just, I'm just, again, I know, don't I know either side. I don't know either side, Troy. I'm just telling I'm you, if I'm at dinner with my wife and you're getting in the elevator with me, I'm going to be on the defensive, which then puts the me off. you put your hands on somebody, you ask him. I look. I don't disagree with you on that. At the same time, I want to see the video to kind of get the context on it. And at the same time, I do think Alvin has every right to then get other videos and show me if, for the last five minutes, ten minutes, thirty seconds, this guy's following me around the bar, yelling stuff at me, putting his finger in my face. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that the case, or did out of? I just I have a hard time buying. That in that walk from wherever it is they're exiting to the elevator to leave, that's when the verbal stuff happened. My guess would be that there was words said inside of the nightclub before that as well, right? Like, where's the altercation or where's the back and forth? And if it was beforehand, then you could make a reasonable case. Hey, this guy's chasing me. Wait. He started saying whatever at the club. He insulted my girlfriend. He's going after me. I'm like, let's get out of here. We're trying to get out. Now he's still following me. I didn't want him in the elevator with me. That's going to be the argument. I think Alvin got you on. Did Alvin call and get you on retainer? No, Troy. I don't. I don't see how that's not a reasonable thing to think, though. I just don't see. You put you. He could be jeopardizing his career because of this. I. I am. Okay. There's video evidence of him. Punching the guy. Yeah, no, I hear you. Like, and but Troy, I also said, Troy, I also said, who threw the first punch? And then when I read the report, it said that his friend threw it, and then Alvin Kamara proceeded to hit him and and hit him on the ground. That's going to be hard to defend. All my case yeah, is saying, all I'm saying is, what led to that point of him trying to stop him to get in the elevator from that guy? That's what's interesting to me. That's why I don't go to clubs, I guess. I don't put myself in that kind of situation. <laughs> I hear you. So. Got, got anything else, Troy? Okay. No, just, uh, oh, uh, are y'all ever looking at bringing on the Saints like y'all got the Pelicans, like uh, as far as calling games and stuff like that in the future? I don't know. As a radio station, I mean. I, that's, be uh, good because I'd, like to, get, I'd go ahead. like to get as much Saints talk as we get Pelicans talk. I hear you. Um, I would love to. That's for sure. Just not, just not, right, it's not, just yeah. not up to us. I hear you. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it, Troy. Yep, for sure. Shane, thanks for calling Sports Hangover, man. How are you? Good. How you doing, bud? Good. Shane, I just saw the clock, dude. Sorry. It's 2 o'clock. I'm going to put you right back on hold. I'm going to hit the top of the hour break. I'm going to come right back to you. Hold on. All right, Shane? All right. All right, cool. All right, quick, uh, quick break. Hour 3 next on the Sports Hangover. I'm going to
AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light, and give you possible solutions. Verified by